Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line? We're we're figuring this out. (laughs) (laughs) This is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan. Rusty Nixon and Jason LaFoo. Light me at five. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. This is Light Me at Five. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. And I'm the world's oldest intern. World's intern. I got some pictures I'm going to post later for you guys so you can see. Oh, did you get those? Exactly. Oh, I hope that there's you mean none when you of had me. Your, you mean when you had your nose? Like, you... like, like, so Rusty, when he gets a message... He takes his phone out and then he has to. He takes his glasses off and then he places the, his nose, almost touching the screen as he reads it. Uh, yeah, no, I can. I can think of a couple of twenty-year-olds that uh, make fun of how big the text on my iPad and phone are. <laughs> no, why is the text so big? Like, cause go fuck yourself. <laughs> You know, you we're, like we're fit four letters on the screen. <laughs> we're we're both sitting here with a guy who doesn't wear glasses. So yeah, well, yeah. I, I've been re- I've had I've glasses been... since I was two years old. That's and why me my, since that's I why was my te- six. Bifocal since I was ten. That's yeah. why my text is so big. <laughs> so the go fuck yourself is coming from both of us today. <laughs> I have some reading glasses I've recently purchased. With oh, I have everything glasses. .25. Sometimes when I'm getting ready in the morning and I take my glasses off, it takes me time to find them again I'm like oh, fuck I, totally. I did not put those where i thought yeah. i did totally and understand. i have to walk yeah. around the house for about three minutes just patting shit as you know in the morning when it's dark my dark glasses blend into all my dark surfaces see that's why i've been able to stay married for 25 years i gotta have somebody in the house who can find my yes, fucking glasses you get when pissed I can't find, and you can't find yeah. the door I'm out of here, bitch! <laughs> Throw his glasses down. No, he's she like, needs to find it. my glasses for me. That's the whole the whole point of oh, marriage, isn't it? Sometimes I just have to sit there for a minute and think about where I walk because <laughs> exactly. there's nothing else I can do. Oh, I believe you. I feel it, man. I'm there. I've I've I've, uh, I've been a little hard here in one ear. I I'm with you. <laughs> I got this. Don't pat your chest on that <laughs> bullshit. You can't even possibly come close. Don't do that shit. When I introduced him uh, uh, last week, I said, I said he may look like he's uh, used up all his Sudafed, but his credit score is north of 750, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good thing. That's always a good, uh, good thing. Thanks for joining us here at Light Me Up 5. Those of you guys who are have been enjoying the show and listening, man, you can do us huge favors by uh, spreading this shit around. So uh, uh, those of you who have been tuning in regularly and whatnot, we man, we appreciate those of you who have given us the reviews, and we want you guys to make sure you're giving reviews out. And um, give us the five stars and say whatever the fuck you want. But uh, anyway, I wanted to thank you guys for the recent reviews that we got. And um, uh, anyway... I don't know how they do it, but if they want to talk to us, they can leave a message somewhere. They can. Can't they? I've, we've, a couple people have, yeah. um, but like you can do it through different ways. But I mean, if you go to our Facebook, you can message us. Um, I give out the email at the end, but the uh, there's just other, there's ways to do it. But you, you can get help us on Anchor. I think it's something. Yeah, you can, you if you're can on Anchor, but nobody's on Anchor, man. 
Well, they can go there to listen to them. Nobody's on fucking Anchor. The only people that go there is when I first share this thing as an advertisement. Right. Nobody listens on Anchor. Well, it's good because they're hosting our programs. (laughs) So it's good that you're dissing them right now. It's really (laughs) great. Really fabulous. Uh, By the way, when we have the in-between and you hear the Anchor message, that's not Dean's voice. That's mine. So Uh, good for you. I'm saying I never even heard of anger. That's what I'm saying before this thing started. And I can only tell you, from my point of view, it's the greatest app that oh, has no, no, ever no. been yeah, created. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, I, and I gotta say, from just from what I've had to use of it, it's I'm just fantastic. gonna I'm just gonna keep letting Dean talk about this. <laughs> I'm really interested in this anchor app. Definitely a lot of rope coming out here. <laughs> Like I said, 80% hearing loss from the Navy. Okay, he's it's a fucking veteran here. He's pissed both he's pissed both of us off and the company that hosts our podcast. So where are we going, Dean? What's gonna happen next? Hearing losses from the Navy. Would you get a dick in the ear? <laughs> So you gotta watch where you're stumbling around in the dark. You never know what you're gonna grab. So um, I got I wanted I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about the uh, my girlfriend had uh, planted these uh, Russian these giant Russian uh, sunflowers, and they all in, turned out to be listening devices. Well, I'm suspicious, <laughs> but the uh, so like so like but they 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 grow insanely they're the mammoth ones that oh, yeah. you see that are like yeah. eight feet tall or whatever yeah. and like i swear and, and they're freakish because like if they don't they'll turn towards the sun and if the sun is not visible to them they turn towards each other it's fucking creepy as hell that is These creepy. eight foot plants like moving regularly like well like one day they're looking this way one minute you walk out they're looking this way you can almost hear the damn things growing it's creepy as fuck and she's planted like lines of them here there and there and there and anyway so it's become uh like my morning tradition when i smoke my morning joint is to go out there and play the american national anthem <laughs> Because they say, like, talking to plants, you know, it affects them. Does it, Do they turn and look at you at that point? Well, no, but lately... How many of them take a knee? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... I think I've got three of them starting to. It's like this fucking song again. <laughs> so, like, the there's three of them now that are starting to droop. Could be the rain? I don't know. I'm simply saying... I think the national anthem has a little bit to do with it. <laughs> I think I agree with Jason. Uh, pretty are taking soon, a yeah. knee. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, there's going to be six of them down like that. Oh, I week only... after that, they're going to be holding hands. <laughs> That's going to be a whole thing, man. As long as they don't start speaking Russian and hack my computer system while they're there. That's just, I don't trust them. I don't fucking trust them. Where'd we get these seeds anyway? Would you remember when uh, there was news reports? This was like, this might have been seeds. like. Yeah, people were yes. just getting random packages of oh, yeah. seeds in the mail from China. Yes. 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 Everyone was like, hey, don't plant those. Uh, we need to look at them. We don't know what that is. 
Some people are like, fuck that, I'm planting them. <laughs> I don't care. They're my seeds. They came to my mailbox. Like Jack and the Beanstalk. Like, it's the literal... It's literally happening as we speak. Whatever happened with that? I was going to say, what happened with that? That was I such like a big that. thing, and then like... Yeah. They were like soybeans <laughs> The government something. was like, okay, never mind, guys. Don't worry about those seeds we told you about. <laughs> well, because like, I think when they... It was just an error, it was a mailing error or something. Someone just messed up. And they, yeah. Someone just clearly messed up, but I think they were like soybean samples or something, but they were just like, like regular non-COVID carrying... That seems like a... Or were they? That's what I'm I, saying, dude. They just... Right, I got to find something out about well, this. Do you, now you I'm guys concerned. remember? You guys remember this one too? This is a story that went away real quick, which I'm sure Google has answers. But <laughs> like right after, no one wants answers. We need to keep speculating. Right after, right after nine <laughs> eleven. Fun. After we uh, we had <laughs> we had invaded uh, in the Middle East, they found an American dude who was fighting with the Taliban. His name was John Walker Lynn. And they like captured Americans captured oh, him. I think I remember that. And it's like, wait, whatever happened to that guy? We didn't hear much about it after, uh, other than they found this dude and they took and we we captured an American fighting with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember I the remember guy that, that yeah. deserted and they found him. And no, 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 that's, no, that's like a totally different guy. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking in like guy, 2001, dude. Like yeah, 2002. He came back and he was in prison. He went to either it wasn't Guantanamo, I don't think, but it might have been that, that federal prison in New York. He went there. I remember there was a story about him later. He was in prison somewhere. Okay, okay. he was an guy was an American that just yeah. joined the Taliban. Yeah, and then we, they went to war with us. And well, I just caught fighting. I figured he had a pretty good defense. He's like, I was just in a fucking cave on a mountain and bombs started falling. I just I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea. Thank God you guys are here. Shit. <laughs> came to rescue me. I was on vacation in this cave. I, I don't have a cell phone signal out oh, here. Shit started happening. All right, so it doesn't... I, I can't find... I found... As soon as I hit Chinese seeds, the first, the first no, thing... No, don't, don't, The first don't. thing that popped up was... Don't. No, no, no. It's not, it's not anything blue or anything. It's uh, The first thing that popped up is the Chinese seeds of terror. Nice. Order me those. <laughs> How many? How many come in a pack? Uh, <laughs> these suspicious, unsolicited seeds are allegedly from China and has sparked the fear of bioterrorism. Allegedly from China. Allegedly. Poland. What's the postmarks say China, and it was sent to America, Canada, Japan, Poland, and anywhere else that's celebrating democracy. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh man. They're going into these democracy killing plants. Uh, what is it? With the uh, it says. Uh, well, they came in yellow packets. They only got mailed to Democratic places, man. <laughs> these are the these are the seeds like Mao text will yeah. just grow out of the trees. Scrolls full of socialism will roll out from these like weeping willows that grow out of the plants. <laughs> are they Trotsky or Lenin? Which which one? Uh, I don't who. It's, well. Mao though Mao's got his own right Mao's the Chinese Chiang Kai-shek was another big Chinese guy yeah yeah, we gotta get those that'd be their stuff it wouldn't be wouldn't be Trotsky that would be the computer seeds that you got with Trotsky exactly they Um, had to dress up and make it more appealing it's just like manicured bushes of Bernie Sanders (laughs) (laughs) the Chinese seeds of terror 
that's, that's, that's awesome. Who wrote this article? Right. So, uh, oh, uh, what website know. are you oh, on? QAnon. Uh, <laughs> TedCruz.com. Well, listen, they clearly are in touch. They have the Kim Kardashian in a, in a bikini pics, the most recent ones. Those had well, for well, that website? Those had to be hard to get. No. So this is a news them. website then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. That goes right, without saying. Uh, Ed Times in Lifestyle. Ed Times. Hmm. That's the name of the site, Ed yeah, Times? That's probably some dude named Ed. It's got Ed nice. Times. It's the Ed Times. My name's Ed. I'm a researcher. Trust me. Chinese season terror. <laughs> he's like he's writing screenplays on the weekends. His blog turned. He just added times to the end of his blog. It used to be Ed's blog, and no one listened. We have Andy testimony Ted. of top experts who who want to remain nameless. Hey, my my cousin Nathan's been growing weed since the seventh grade. Nathan, have you seen any kinds of seeds like this before? Oh, dude. I saw these in Thailand. Man. I think they're puppies. This, this this guy this guy I know used to listen to this uh, conspiracy website, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta listen to this shit. It's it's, it's interesting." <laughs> and I listened to one episode and was like, "Dude, this is like crazy." I'm not, I can't the the fact that the host entertains what his guest is saying and doesn't challenge him on anything is like I can't deal with that shit. Yeah, you can't be on the same side. You know what I mean? Like, there's this guy. You got to at least in. take a middle ground and argue. He was like involved in like you know the Illuminati, and uh, he knows all types of secrets and stuff. And you know his life <laughs> is constantly in danger because of everything he knows. But he has more than one tell-all book. Right? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. His PayPal's these plastered people, on everything. Yeah. These and people nobody... control all this shit, but can't stop you from publishing a book of their secrets. And nobody's <laughs> going to follow the money. That would never happen. <laughs> He's got to get paid for like they, they, control, they, could, they control the world, but not Simon and Schuster. <laughs> like that's where we can't get through them. You well, it's the, same, it's the same logic that they're like. He signed with Simon and Schuster? God damn it. We're fucked now, guys. No, we got nothing. I can't stop that. Don't you remember when they sued the DEA last year and won? Now it's the DEE. <clears throat> they took their A. <sighs> okay, I don't get that one. <laughs> just shot it out there. <laughs> All right. Sophisticated humor. It's highbrow. I got you. It's highbrow. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> Don't smoke these seeds or you're going <laughs> to fucking want to give away all your shit. You're going to have terror. But yeah. So uh, Jason, Jason uh, headline, July 2nd. Yep. yep. Ooh. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I, I host it. Uh, we've already established that uh, I have <laughs> panic attacks and freak out when I host <laughs> and headaches. And, um, I'm sure you took of care of that with medication. <laughs> Now the sh the show the first show that the first show was uh, the crowd was very uh, it, was it was a like different a, crowd it was like a like, dinner crowd they were they were laughing and everything but they were just like it was almost like a uh, like a like a nineties golf crowd yes or or okay so Where they were like we are going to show appreciation while being very polite to everyone else around yes us. you know what I mean it was, it was just, just yeah. subdued. Like, like he said, they were they were laughing at all the right spots, but it's that crowd where they're covering their mouth to it's laugh. It's like you're at an award show or something, almost not a comedy yeah. club. Like, because it's and, it, and part of it, I think, 
I've seen the early crowd there subdued before, and I think part of it is that right now there's still a little daylight outside. I don't, I don't know. There's something yeah. to do with it. They're coming for dinner, and they just they're real reserved. They're having a good time, but they're not there like drinking. They're not. There. They're just they're, oh, they're yeah. reserved. Yeah, and it's the dinner crowd, right? So, like I said, they were they were laughing in all the right spots. It's just you know, as a comic, it's all you can see them reacting, right? That's yeah, what that, yeah. that's what you're looking for, sure. Because because. Well, my girlfriend's one of them that, especially if it's not a large crowd, she does not like to laugh out loud and draw attention to herself in any way. Okay. So uh, it was like a big crowd that did that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just a when you, usually when you see a big crowd and everyone's laughing, it gets contagious in there. Yes. And the place just kind of go. You know what I mean? This crowd, like I said, it, it lets, was like, it lets, it was like it lets, watching '90s golf, man. It's, it's almost like it's like it's oh, it's okay to to yeah. open my mouth and like let it out, like. Because they're just they're all reserved until somebody really right. lets go, and and they were all holding back. But they were like I said, they were all laughing. They were all they were all having seemingly like having a good time. Everybody was hitting. Um, then the second show, I uh, who was the, who was who was the uh, who were the features in that? Um, Jeff, Jeff, and um, a guy named Dez. I don't remember his last name. He was a young guy. He was uh, he's like twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dez. He was he was he was going to. Um, God damn it! I don't remember now. I fucked up his name. I remember yeah, now. He's a he's a college student. His dad. I don't know who his dad is, but his dad is apparently a professional comedian who just does like uh, corporate corporate now. Like that's it. He just does like oh, the okay. corporate yeah. circuit, and yeah. then he just started bringing his kid up. So this kid's been in front of five hundred people crowds big at these big corporate yeah. gigs before he ever did an open mic. His first open mic, one of his first was Valpo the other night. Yeah. Wow, he popped in the day before the show, right? Because we had the mic on Thursdays, so he come in and and I was sitting there, and Jason had wasn't there because he was headlining the next day, and I kind of right. do the same thing. I don't, I, I want to kind of look at it fresh when I walk in. There's just not, there's just something about going to a club where you're gonna headline a show the next night and then bombing at the open mic, right? There's that. Oh, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, be here tomorrow, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that. There's that too. I guess I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Hey, if you want to catch more silence, you should check me out for two shows tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You have to really be confident that you're going to hit. And and, and, and if the mic's sparsely uh, 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 populated with mostly comics and shit, it's just going to sound like you're bombing and it gets in your head. So, yeah, it's a good idea. Same way. I stayed away, too. I just – I do anyway. But So – uh, he but he came out and he was like uh, he says oh I'm on the show tomorrow and I said oh that's alright I'm, I'm gonna try to host tomorrow and uh, so I go up and I fuck up his name the first time it's it's Molooney and I think I called him Mahoney anyway <laughs> I, I told him at the time I apologize he was really cool about it I was like no 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 man your name is your fucking thing and I fucked it right, up right yeah and uh, I swear I'll get it better next time. So I gave him, I gave him, a, I pumped him up more next time. I mentioned he was, he was hitting. I forget where he was hitting a comedy club right after that. So I was, I threw that out first to kind of give him some credibility. But um, man, the kid was funny, I, and and he's got a, he's got a, you know, a professional mentor living with him. Sure. So it's Des Mulhoney, I think. Mulrooney. 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 It's Des. Well, Mulrooney. I know his dad. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you shitting me? No. no. He's a name comic. Maroon, uh, what the hell is his name? You're probably thinking of John Mulaney. No. Like there a was a guy name. named Mulrooney who uh, back in the 80s and 90s was uh, actually not that 
I mean, he was not a, an A-lister, but he was actually kind of... I don't know. I, can't, I, I think I, I, need, I need more. Maybe John, first name? Oh, John, you did. You nailed one. John Mulrooney. Um, American Comedian. I don't think that's him, though. He was a rising star in 79. This guy's pretty young. I'm just saying. I remember John Mulroney. Seventy. He was a rising star in '79. Yeah. Well, so, I guess if that would have put him in his. So 20, if he would had a kid in his 30s, he would have been. That would have been in the uh, 80s, 90s, right? It would have had to have been. Well, how old was he in '79? Did it say? Didn't say. It just says he was. How old is he now? How old is he now? Let's go to the Wikipedia. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I could just message the kid. Yeah. Since hey, oh, who's your you dad? Know. Who's your dad? Yeah. We're on a podcast right now. Can you tell us who your dad is? It doesn't have his death listed. <laughs> He's not dead. Oh He's not God. dead yet. What's his birthday? Morbid as hell. Uh, he was original content 165 episodes and already completed Star Search and Lost. What is his birthday? Um, it it's like, like the it's first saying. thing it says about people. It's not, it's not listed. All the way to the top. Doesn't, He's ageless. Top. It's, it doesn't have much on here. It just says born Brooklyn, New York. Hmm. Does it have his current? current Comedian, radio host, television Where's host, he actor, writer. Where does he live now? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say. What the fuck, Wikipedia? If this is his dad shit, he needs to update hey, well, this. Well, why don't we just make some shit up right now? <laughs> I, he, Wikipedia. You know, he was born in the Ukraine. That's an interesting story about how John came to America. <laughs> you want to you wanna tell him how he completed his first part of the journey? No. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know that this is his dad. That's true. But Mulroney. I don't I even just, know if that's really his last name. That's just. That's true. I may okay. have completely butchered. Well, let's find okay. out. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll, I can discover that real quickly. I can't imagine I've got very many Dez's on my. Man, this is going to be super interesting. Oh, oh yeah. Everybody's just on edge for that. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I lost my signal. So I, I, remember, I remember he ordered the salmon. There you go. <laughs> he did order the salmon. That's what yeah, that was when you're doing corporate gigs of the, the big giveaway. dollar. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. So, uh, so the first crowd was kind of subdued. Um but I thought your shit was on point. It was a good crowd. I mean, they they liked him. He definitely wore, you know, like he he thought him out before the end. But they just they just came in, you know, subdued. I don't know the best word for it. The second crowd, a little more rally. <laughs> second crowd was the first time that I ever lost the crowd because of the way I went at a heckler. Ooh, I think you went at a heckler so smooth was the problem. No, really? what happened was I went at a heckler with zero like. Zero jokes. Zero. It was literally me being annoyed and pissed <laughs> at this guy. And instead of, like, taking time to maybe address it a different way or, like, kind of put the spotlight on him a little. You know what All I'm right, saying? So, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me establish this first. All right. Because part of this is my fault as host. See, this is why I, like, this is yet more responsibility to the host. And, and uh, uh, I... Ugh. You know, I don't like I don't like hosting, so uh, I do my best. So when he came in, like a, it was a group, it was like a restaurant or something had closed down, and that group of workers came in together and sat down. And I recognized him from several mics. He doesn't go up or nothing. He just comes and he has dinner and drinks, and so he was getting rather rambunctious early on. 
but he got his work buddies to come out to his hangout place. So I didn't mm. shut him down early because he, he, he showed up in the middle between the two shows. So he, they showed up for the yeah. second, sh- the late show. And I didn't shut him down right away because he, he, they weren't getting overly loud yet. And But then as each comic went up, they were saying shit. The comic couldn't always hear, but you could hear sitting yeah, back where I Jason was. Sitting, was I was right. sitting in the green room and essentially this dude like if you look out the doorway to the green room you're looking at this dude's table so i'm sitting back there for every every comic just listening to this guy he has something to say almost about everything and and, and it's hard for the other comics to shut him down because a feature normally is doing 30 minutes a feature has a chance to shut someone down before the headliner gets there but when you're doing 10 minutes or something you're on such a short pace right that he has to push enough buttons for your for the you know what I'm saying for you to oh, yeah, respond. Sure. And when you're doing ten minutes, he didn't really push enough, or he wasn't that blatant enough. But Jason's back here, meanwhile, hearing every damn one of them. <laughs> yeah. And where I'm up too, I can just hear talking over there, but I can't really hear what's being said. I'm out. I'm out front, keeping time. Anyway, so when Jason went up, the guy. He gave him one. I gave him three. I waited till the third time. Was it, you you said because something on one because he, well, he I made did a, a comment that didn't make sense. I did a I made what I did after I told a joke. He made some sort of local reference, and so I looked over at him in in a dickish tone, like to let him know, like I don't give a fuck what you have to say. I was like, I I don't know what the fuck that means, dude. I'm not even from here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And just now, like that should have been his warning because. <clears throat> Because of how now upon reflection, correct. Like at that point, if you'd have said, "Hey, uh, uh, watch, keep it down. Let me, uh, let me." Okay, th- that's probably that's probably would have been the right move. Okay, it's hard though because, like I said, you're sitting back there having fucking heard everything, and, and I then figured, you get up there. I and I've I've shut people down before by just kind of being a dick, like without that. being a yeah. dick, like acknowledging what they said but letting them know they're stupid for saying it without just being like, "What the fuck's right. your problem?" Yeah. If you like, I've had that happen before where I'll say something to somebody, like, just like, yeah, that's what happened. And they won't know what to do and they'll shut up the rest of the show. But this guy decided in another joke to say something again. And I, I kind of stopped and I, I looked at the other side of the room and I was like, I'm just going to pretend he's not even fucking talking. And, and then he said it the third time, and I just stopped and turned and looked at him. I'm like, hey, man, can you shut the fuck up so I can finish what I'm trying to say? <laughs> and, and, now, now it, it wasn't like he just turned, too. He was smooth like Michael fucking Jackson, and it caught everybody. I t- part of the problem is this, is it caught everybody by surprise because he was just so fucking smooth I, with it. Well, and I went from just being my normal chill self on stage to like, hey, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like fucking he's over doing, here doing something. Yeah, so he's doing like his bit, and he's talking to the left side of the room, and that's the room if we've talked about before is split. So right. like half your crowd's on the right, and half your crowd's on the left. So he's addressing the left side of the room, and the guy says something else, and I didn't catch it either. But with like with the grace of a dancer, he whips <laughs> to the right and says, just like he's like, hey man, did that, did that, and then the guy says something. And he's like, why don't you shut the fuck up over here? I'm trying to <laughs> say something. And then he then. With the same grace, he whips back left and goes, this guy thinks it's his turn to talk over here, and then just continues. So it's not even like it wasn't that brutal of a shutdown. It, it was, okay, what it was, have, okay, have you ever been in public and somebody's kids are annoying you? Oh. And you're just like. No, oh, never. Yes. These fucking kids. Exactly. So you're, just, you're just sitting there like, oh, these fucking kids, man. These fucking kids. 
And then the, the parents are trying to keep it under control where they're just like, hey, guys, calm down. Calm. And then the parent goes too far where they're just like, calm down. God damn it, fucking calm down. <laughs> to where you're like, glad they shut up, but now you feel weird. Yeah. That's what happened in the room. Yes. Yeah. That's that's exactly. And 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 I got to say, the crowd was with him. They were just afraid of him for a second. <laughs> So yeah, that was the first time I had to like work to get him back on my side all the way. And he did. He he got him back. And and that table didn't leave. They stayed they actually. Stayed. They, they shut up and they, they stayed. They shut up and they stayed. And then uh the guy like the, the 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 representative of the table came over and apologized. And uh and 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 then I find out afterwards that he's been shut down multiple times. Yeah. And then once I found that out, I was like, damn it, I would have shut him down well, when what, I went up because that's part of what I do is I'm supposed to right, be the host. Yeah. It's just that I, I'm not a host there every night and I knew the guy was somewhat a regular. So I get, I, I, I didn't, didn't know they were regulars. I did not know this till after that. But but by then though, but he's everybody heard... who worked at the place was just like, dude, that was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, 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 all yeah, the time. Yeah. yeah. Because he comes in, he, I've seen right. him kind of drunk at the and kind of obnoxious. Yeah. At the, but part of it too, then at one point though, Jeff invited him up, and that I think that's when he really went off the rails. Because there's two ways, just there's, there's ways to handle this, right? So, so what Jeff went with was because he was a regular and Jeff was doing his feature spot, he brought the guy up to the front of the stage. And he's like, all right, maybe I should just feed this guy. So it's your two choices, right? You can feed him a little attention, and then they may shut the fuck up and settle down, or you can slam him down. And then, and he had been talking, but I think after he got brought up to the stage, it, it was a, it was. Oh, well, he's now part of the show. Yeah. Now after that, he was all. He was See, all I got family members who want to be part of the show. They're yeah. not heckling, but they think they're helping you yeah. by being part of the show, and that that annoys the hell out yeah. of me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when you want you just like you just when you're like, listen, shut the fuck up. There's a here. mic. Yeah. There's a mic on Thursdays. <laughs> Sign up. <laughs> fucking earn your way up here so that people actually want to hear what you got to say. There's a reason. You know, I mean, yeah. I I don't just get to walk on the field and play for the Cubs. There's no. a fucking reason. Yeah. No one well, wants to and, watch me fumble around. And what's like my style uh, doing stand up? I'm a very much just stand and deliver type of dude. I'm not like doing any type of act outs. I'm not walking around the stage. I I'm a stand yeah. there, say my thing, and I have, like, my timing is crucial yeah. to a lot of bits. So when I'm, and you gotta when listen. I'm waiting for that next two seconds before I say something and you're saying something else, it's just like that's... Especially when you're... <clears throat> You you splitting out whatever the fuck you got to say is overriding over, his goddamn punchline. Now you're ruining the fucking thing but for everybody. But people in the audience don't understand that. They don't understand that every joke is based on how you tell it. Well, and anything they do yeah. to mess that up is going to screw up the joke. Well, yeah, it, but people in the audience can understand when this loudmouth motherfucker won't shut up <laughs> and is disrupting this comedian who I'm trying to listen to. Exactly. And uh, like I said, it was just. It, I agree. If on 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 reflection, if if he'd have said well, the first time when he was like, I don't know what you're if, saying, or on the third time, if I would have been like, all right, you obviously need some attention. What the fuck's going on over here? <laughs> See, that's the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, that's the other yeah, route. And, to, and did that, yeah. then I would yeah. put it on him to make himself sound like a dumbass the next time he spoke, right? Instead of me just getting annoyed and yelling at somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, but, being annoyed and yelling is kind of <laughs> cathartic, is it not? I mean, it was kind of fun, I guess. <laughs> There you go. Well, part of it too is like we have day jobs too. So and by the time we're doing a late show, it starts oh, yeah. at eleven thirty our Hell time. Yeah. So 
Man, we're, we're, we're doing our best to give you the best show we got. It's been a long day for us. We got up at 4 or 5 that morning. It is now midnight, yep. and I, I'm about to go up there and give a half hour. And, uh, and, and this drunk motherfucker doesn't know when to shut the hell up. Like, it's about ass-stomping time here, too. You know, we're getting that time. So, uh, anyway... Uh, he did. They shut up though, and the uh, they they watched the rest of the yeah. show, and uh, which is that's all we want. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't want you to leave. We just want you to shut up and 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 watch the damn show. Just be a part of the experience watching it. Yeah, you don't need to be. Yeah, don't pull your the cameras star of the out. Show. Nope, don't pull yeah. your cameras out. Just for a minute, just shut the fuck up. Watch the damn show. Live your life for a minute and just enjoy. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're asking. Yeah, we promise you, you'll have a good time if you do that. Yes. Thanks for joining us at Light Me Up Fine. Hey, uh, that's what I was trying to get to earlier. So I had uh, I had uh, someone message the show and uh, ask us when we were going to be in Florida. And uh, I say, that's on you, Florida. You need to blow up Light Me at Five in Florida. And then Jason and I will make a fucking trip to Florida, I promise you. Well, But you blow it up down there first. For the record... Um, if I ever go to Florida, it is very, very reluctantly. There you go. So when I drag him uh, down there for um, a show, yeah, he didn't even want to I fucking just, hang I out with you people. I just want to be very clear. I fucking hate Florida. It is the worst <laughs> state I have ever been to in my life. Um, it is the only state where I've ever seen people openly fight homeless people just for existing and cops being cool with it. So uh, Okay, so we've had a great show here. <laughs> I don't somebody, know what the fuck is wrong with you Floridians. Somebody, but, uh, somebody, somebody wants you to come to Florida. Shots fired. Shots fired. Jason disses the hell out of them. I'm just the, telling sometimes you got to know when to say no. The format that hosts our <laughs> podcast, Dean disses the hell out of them. So we've had a great show today. Is I mean, there I, I will, anybody else out there that likes uh, us that we can just diss the hell out of? Going Like Florida to me is like, um, it's a, I don't want to, but I will type of thing. You know what I mean? It's like like I'm not that scared to fight you type of thing. So it's like the Rodney Dangerfield thing. I've been there. I've there for four years, man. dude. I've been it's there. Rough shit. I went there once. <laughs> I went to Florida once and was like, I think I'm good on Florida. I think I uh, yeah. But no one, no one living in Florida is from Florida, so it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, or at least there's enough people that aren't from Florida that live there that are like, fuck, I know exactly what you're talking about, and they can come to the show. But my point is. Florida, give us some love, and we'll give you some love. I love eating gator. I will gladly come down there, eat some fucking gator. I'll bring down a couple more felons there you you go. to have for your state. Exactly. We'll come. A couple more felons will come with us. We'll, we'll leave fucking. Them well, there you go. Hopefully, maybe I can get on probation before I leave Florida. We can feed them to the gator. I get some gator. They get some felon. We're going to equal out that way. My point is, you got to blow us up down there and then get his demand going, and then Jason and I get to come. That's what we're talking about. That's going to happen. <laughs> That's going to happen now. You can maybe, reach us. Maybe we find like a classy Florida place like Jacksonville. Or classy? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Jacksonville, Jacksonville is like fucking Florida. It's goddamn Georgia. Is what it's the, not even Florida. It's the Don't get me started on Florida, Georgia. Man. Speaking of Georgia, if you want us to come down, you're going to need to blow us up there. Jacksonville has a football team. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's not a football team. I, my fucking, I got kicked out of that stadium. Yes, he did. I got my roommate knocked out the mascot. 
Long story about that. It, and you can find it on our podcast because it is up as one of our flashback episodes. Is it? Oh, Have yeah, we posted it that one? Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's there. There's the story, folks. Yeah. Tune back to whatever episode that was and find out why I got it's, thrown out of Jaguar Stadium. Not my fault. It's the episode where Dean is now no longer welcome in Florida because he... Oh. Hurt, hurt the Jacksonville mascot. I didn't. I was a witness. I was a right, so Orlando. Fan. Orlando. We could go to Orlando, right? You know what Orlando was originally called? Jernigan, Florida. What? It's a fucking true story. There was some so- there was a fort down there. Some soldier named Orlando uh was it warned him of a Seminole Indian attack before he took an arrow well, isn't, in the knee or isn't whatever. Clearwater now called L. Ron Hubbard, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> we please end this before we offend uh, everybody in the world? Listen, Florida knows who Florida is. Okay, yeah. All right. All right Florida man right. is a well-known yeah. fucking meme. Yeah. And almost none of them Florida men are actually from Florida. That's we what I'm We wouldn't have so many proud Americans if it wasn't for Florida. Yeah. They, they know what they are. They know what they are. But I'll tell you what, by God, if Florida, you want us there, blow it up. But you want to find us, you can reach us at the Light Me at 5 pod at Gmail. That's L-M-F-I-V-E-Pod at Gmail. Uh, again, that's Light Me at 5 pod at Gmail. You can reach me at Dean Jernigan Comedy at Gmail. You can reach Jason by just fucking doing some internet searching. Put a little effort into it. You find every Tinder, fucking restaurant. Match.com. You find every fucking chicken finger that you want to stuff in your fucking face online. You find the menus for all that bullshit. You can find Jason LaFoon online or reach the pod. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> nice rant. <laughs> Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five flashback. Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five flashback. <laughs> Don't hate the method, man. The fox framed the farm. La la la. <laughs> <laughs> Can I start the cue music now? Yeah. You're back. I'm back. The Sage of Marshall County. But speaking of, uh, this topic's gone strange on us. Yes, it has. I'd like to introduce a new segment that we've got going on here. Uh, it kind of bleeds into something else I wanted to talk about. So we're going to introduce our uh, new segment. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've explained to you some of the, uh, and to our listeners here, uh, some of the of the uh, trepidations and battles that I've had with a raccoon named Raj. Oh, yeah. Toronto has been called the raccoon capital of the world, Rusty. Toronto, huh? Toronto. <laughs> this, uh, they got a raccoon scourge, they're calling it. Scourge. Okay. Scourge. A scourge. I had an infestation. They've got a scourge. They've got a scourge. The raccoon scourge was bad enough that the city spent $31 million on raccoon-resistant organic green-colored waste bins in 2016. It was the latest assault in what the Canadian media have dubbed the Raccoon War. <laughs> yeah. Imagine in 20 years, some grandpa's going to go home. Yes, we survived the Raccoon Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't like this back in the day. You couldn't even put trash outside. We survived the Raccoon Organics, Wars. Organic green-colored waste bins. Now... They should have brought in a raccoon consultant, such as myself, 
because I could have told you this was not going to work. <laughs> oh, it didn't. It didn't work. The Toronto Star recently published a six thousand word investigation into the Ben Battle. <laughs> it began in January when I got a message from a friend saying the new green bins have eliminated the raccoon population in Toronto. This friend hadn't seen the family of raccoons that had been living in his yard. They were living in his house, <laughs> dressed as his <So>. children. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy uh, didn't see the family of raccoons that had been living in his yard for a couple of days, so he determined that they had been eliminated. They were taken away. The raccoon scourge. The raccoons will line up. It's on the bus. She reached out. To an animal behaviorist and raccoon expert, Susan McDonald. Now, I'd like to know. we got to look her up. i got to like to know uh, where she got her expertise. Has she got on the front lines like I have? Was they, I was there when it went down, Rusty. You paid the ultimate price. So she started. Your grill. <laughs> I know. Right? A grill. A man's grill. You paid grill. the ultimate price in the raccoon wars. I did. So, uh. This lady has been measuring and weighing dead raccoons. What? Yeah. Since about a year before that the green bin. Sounds like a great job. Started rolling out to see if their body mass has changed and these bins have been working. The raccoons that live in Toronto are grossly obese. <laughs> they are way overweight because they've just been like gorging themselves right. on the trash yeah. of Toronto. Yeah. She said initially, they could see they were losing a little bit of weight, but they're not starving to death. That's for sure. Uh, so, so one of the one of the people who said, "Hey, this raccoon keeps getting into my bins," and uh, it's 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 all right. So, what's special about these things is they have a. <laughs> it even mentions made in Germany. <laughs> made in Germany gravity lock. Oh yeah, you can open the bins by turning the circular latch. Or by turning the bins upside down to 110 degrees. That triggers the release of the gravity locks. Because the, the trash company uses the arm that comes out so and dumps it okay. behind the truck. So like if it's so the two ways to shut it off, it's like uh it's like uh, your car alarm when it thinks it's being towed, you gotta lift right. it up. Yeah. There's two ways to do it. You gotta work the uh the circular latch. Looks like a great big dial for your stove. Okay. Uh, got to work the circuit latch or got to tip it upside down to 110 degrees. No raccoons could possibly figure this out. That was the theory. <laughs> so it says the raccoons were not able to open the bins in the test that McDonald ran because they don't have opposable thumbs. Like that's ever stopped. Them. Yeah. So they, uh, so she ran a few tests. So she put some trash out one or two days and they didn't figure it out. But somehow... The raccoons kept getting into some people's trash. So a lady sets up a camera. So a lady sets up a camera, and um, uh, this raccoon, she sees. So she sees her trash keep getting yeah. getting into. Yeah. So she complains, and the trash company says uh, that you had a faulty, uh, you had a faulty can. So they haul the can away. So they bring her a new one. So then she sets up a camera outside to watch the trash can. Yeah. And you see the raccoon knock the bin over. And come up and grab a hold of this dial with each side of its non-opposable thumb-having hands. Yeah. And cranks it to the left like six times. <laughs> like it was cracking a safe. 
It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. And this raccoon's just turning, 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 pop. The thing pops open. He just walks right on inside. At one point, he stops and turns and looks directly at the camera right before he disappears into the trash. Does he flip it off? No, I got to wonder. Like, I haven't seen Raj this last summer, and I'm like, I'm going to think that. He may not have an opposable thumb, but he might have a middle finger. That, yeah, that he, and he might have a passport to Canada is my other thought. So, so this lady sent the video in to the company and was like, yeah. this is not, this isn't working. Yeah. And the video, the company said that uh, they were, they replaced her faulty bin and said that there was something on their handle that shouldn't have turned that easy. Um, so then they sent a third one out and the raccoons immediately got into that one too. Uh, around the time the story was published, McDonald checked back in to say that the dead raccoons were coming up uh, slightly heavier than they were before the new <laughs> trash bins. And uh, the theory is that only the raccoons are able to get into the trash now, so they're getting... <laughs> they're getting even more. They're getting even fatter than they were. <laughs> See, what you got to do is just let them go, and then they just become so fat they die of a heart attack. Oh, that's so. It was so satisfying to me to see them spend thirty-one million dollars on some trash cans that didn't work. They just ripped mine open like they didn't even care. Like I bought containers was a trash can. It was like this locking container yeah. thing, and they just like peeled it back like yeah. it was like it was foil paper. The raccoon wars. I'm telling you, I suspected for a short while it was a black bear. It wasn't even a raccoon, but right? I'm telling you. So I do got to tell you uh, why I brought that story up. Okay. So I was uh, accosted in my yard again. By a raccoon? No, by its slightly dumber cousin, the possum. Oh, even better. I was taking my dog out. Yeah. And I live in the country, see, and living in the country tests you. Test your abilities and your limits as a man, as a warrior. <laughs> Laugh at you will. <laughs> Townie. I am laughing because I am a town. Well, I'm not a townie anymore. Yeah, but yeah, okay. You'll soon find out. Yeah, I will. So uh, I got to take the dog out. It's the middle of the day, and I see the back of uh, 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 a gray shape in the middle of the backyard. I can see it breathing. It's not moving. Of course, Indy's you know straining to show me how savage she is i don't think she'll actually touch it i think she would just sit there and bark at it then look right. back at yeah. me wag her tail and sit down and wait for a biscuit yeah, yeah. so andy's losing her mind I'm like great it's possum they're nocturnal yes what's it doing out here in the middle of the daylight it's clearly lost its mind it's got rabies or something oh, yeah. it's a zombie yeah. it's gonna come after it sure so i chuck a piece of wood over next to it does he move it just picks it up and turns around. Doesn't neither. <laughs> just sits there. Just keeps breathing. Didn't flinch. Like, didn't surprise at all. And I thought, oh. Even better. Yeah. This is an alpha male. Yeah. I see all the signs. <laughs> He's not worried about nothing. So I take, I, I put her up. And as I put her on the chain, I look over and I can see that this possum has a pickle jar on its head. <laughs> like, like it's stuck in this pickle jar. Yeah. And uh, I walk up to it and it's sitting there. <laughs> You know, it's hissing, yeah, it's sure, just, yeah. showing me all its yeah. pretty teeth. And uh, it tries to, like, waddle away, but it's dragging this jar. And I don't know how long it's, like, been dragging this jar. Yeah. It finally just got to the middle of my yard and was like, that's it. 
I'm going to die a slow death right here. <laughs> so I'm like, great. Like, that's all I need is this guy dying right here. And uh, uh, to be honest, I felt a little bad for it because that's good. What a horrible yeah. slow way to go. Yeah. But the only thing I had to uh, speedy, uh, you know, expedite its uh, time on this earth was an axe. So you were going to break the glass. I'm, I'm assuming I'm just, you're going to well, break the glass. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, or you're like, just going to cut it in half. I was just saying, like, if I was going to have to just put it out of its misery instead <laughs> yeah. of let it suffer, I was going to have to use an axe. And I wasn't uh, too keen. No, that's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I feel like a psycho. No. Like, I know how this would go down, too, yeah. because I'm weak queasy about it. I, I would uh, I'd flinch at the last second and I would just half take it off. Oh, yeah. And then and it would scream or something. And then, in a fury to silence it, I would just madly <laughs> go at it. And then right then is when the neighbors would come in and be like, what are you doing, Dean? And I'm like, oh. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. Yeah. This axe. It was right yeah. for Halloween, too. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I got to get this stupid thing off its head. So I go inside and I get a, uh, a towel because uh, that will shield me from the, the cooties. Right. And the, and the parasites. And, right. And all the other horrible thing this this massive rat is carrying. Right, man, they're hideous, and they are hideous even close, like worse, like closer up. Yeah, and uh, so I throw the towel around it. This poor raccoon's like, "What is going on? I got the space helmet on, and now you know, now I got whatever this thing is on me." So I throw this towel around it, and I so I'm holding it down with one hand. It's right. hissing away, and I cannot get, get the, this jar. Yeah, nothing, no amount of tugging. I mean, if I I'm gonna take it off, literally, I'm gonna pull this guy's head sure, off with yeah. it. Yeah, sure. That was making it happy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, this is like, what, what kind of absurd situation do I get myself into? I'm I'm in the yard wrestling with a possum with a jar on its head. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, I, I can't I can't get this off without killing it. And I'm like, I'm trying not to kill it because uh, the only thing I have to kill it with is an axe, so um, or a baseball bat or something. Yeah. Neither one was too appealing to no. me. So uh, I thought, you know what? There is an animal hostel right down the road. So I call him up and I'm like, listen, I'm not going to pay for this, but I found a raccoon (laughs) with a jar stuck on its head and I can't get it off. Is this something you guys will take care of? I'll bring it up to you. You can keep the jar and and the the towel that's wrapped around it. it Don't ask about the towel. (laughs) And the lady's like, well, we don't really handle that translation. You're not paying for it. Neither are we. Yeah. So she goes, uh, but I do know this this phone number of this lady who deals with wildlife. Right. I'm like, sweet. But deals with wildlife, I'm thinking she shows up, shoots it, and moves on. Yeah. So uh, I call her up, and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm too far away to get over there. Um, what I would suggest is that you take a hammer and you break the glass. Right. Now, it is tight, tight around this thing's throat. Right. So all I can think of is just shatter glass. And she goes, if you cut it. And it's bleeding severely. Call me, and I'll get over there as fast as I can. And I thought, if you can't make it over here to get its head out of this, oh, you're, you're not going to. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to stop yeah, a, a throat wound. No, you know, no. So I got this hammer. Now I'm holding this thing down. It's eyeballing me, and Indy's gotten dead silent at this point, and she is watching with the intensity, like it's it's uh, like like a tiger on the Serengeti about to strike. <laughs> you know, like she is just when I get the hammer out, she knows it's serious. Because oh, yeah. I kill whenever there's a mouse left in the trap alive, I use the hammer and I bop it. Oh. Right, that's how Indy feels about it. Oh. So whenever I get the hammer out, she thinks something's gonna die. Oh, like yeah. she's affiliated that yeah, together, right? For sure. 
So I get this possum, and it's staring at me, all hissing at me. And I got this thing, and I'm really nervous because I feel like, I mean, it's like you understand, there's there's not a fingernails space between this possum's head and this glass. Yeah. And I just know I'm going to half kill it with this strike, and then I'm going to end up having to beat it to death <laughs> with this hammer so close I could smell its last meal, you know. And I'm like, then the neighbors are going to come in. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna then like, they're going to... Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. beating a, ta- a yeah. towel-wrapped possum with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I never should have moved to this neighborhood. And uh, <laughs> so, I, so, I, so I got on Murray, and I'm, you know... And I'm like, all right, Smitty, because I tend to name things right before I kill them. <laughs> and I'm like, like, all right, Smitty, this is me and you now, you know. And I go, spot. And I'll tell you, a, you know, a pin could have dropped. It was like my dog knew exactly what was going on. She's like eight feet away, just intently staring at what's going down. Right. So I hit the glass. It shatters perfect. Like perfect. Like the neck thing just breaks right in half. Wow. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't, doesn't harm the guy at all. I slide the thing off its head. It even stops hissing at me and just is kind of like staring at me in shock, you know. <laughs> And then I'm like, sweet, you're free, Smitty. And I took the towel and I got up and I walked away. And I looked back and he was following me. This thing followed me around the yard <laughs> for like 15 minutes. And I'd stop and it would stop and it wouldn't hiss. It would just look at me and Indy kind of just laid down. She's like, all right, this is what we're doing now. Like, I guess we adopted an ugly cat. She didn't even bark at the thing anymore. Plus, I was like, uh, hey, by the way, I was trying to get pickles out of that jar. Yeah. I have to have them. I know. I, I was like a massive pickle addict. <laughs> like, he's just some drunkard. I just, yeah, just a little pickle. Just a pickle? Just a pickle. Yeah. So, Smitty followed me around for like 20 minutes. I finally went inside the house so he'd go away. Did, the, did he finally go away? Yeah, but you know what they found out, though? When I called the animal hospital, they don't carry rabies. Possums, though? Yeah, they're immune. <laughs> it's because they've had rabies so much, they don't get it anymore. Yeah. They, they can't get it. They don't carry it. And to top it off, they eat like 4,000 ticks a year. Oh. And uh, they're like 99% tick-free, possums are, when they're found in the wilderness, because they eat them. And I thought, are you kidding me? This nasty rat-looking thing is safer and cleaner than my dog? Yeah. Plus, now you've got a you've got an ally in that woods out there. That's true. Tell me what's going on with Raj. Yeah, he'll come back with intelligence on Raj while he eats all the ticks that could get on your kids. Yeah. What a, you you you've you've created an an ally now. Absolutely hideous though. Like yeah, even up close, they like awful. they're just they're awful. It was it's like I almost ran screaming from the yard <laughs> when its tail moved and touched my bare arm. I was like, <laughs> I mean, it looks like a worm. That's yeah. like it's huge. Like I catch, ooh, I could catch a huge catfish with that. <laughs> You're gonna see a string of fossils oh, with my no tails. God. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, uh, oh, bring your friends. Did down. you see we'll the hair a- stick up? I just had one of those epitomies. We'll have a we'll have a tick barbecue. Come on, bring all your buddies. Four thousand ticks a year, man. I know. In my neighborhood, that's that's a in one afternoon. That's yeah. It's a lot of ticks. Yeah, it's a lot of ticks. Strange day, sir. It's time. Thank you for coming in, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. You guys can catch me on December 5th at the Indiana Whiskey Company Indiana Comedy Showcase. 
Uh, I'll be one of your headliners. Um, absolutely terrified because I bomb it every time. <laughs> so if you want to come out and watch me bomb and then laugh at that, or if you want to come out and actually support me a little bit and laugh, uh, this starts at 8 o'clock at the Indiana Whiskey Company uh, on Sample Street. So South 8 o'clock in. on the 5th, which is a Wednesday. Easy come on to out. get to. Come I know. Come on, I'm telling you. I'm not kidding. I bomb that room every time. Now you got to watch me bomb for a full 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been to that purgatory yet, so let's see how that goes. There you go. Thanks for having me. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.